The feast of Christ the King is like a beginning and an end. It's an end because it's the end of the church's liturgical year. And by placing it as the last Sunday of ordinary time, it's almost as if the church is trying to tell us that today's feast of Christ the King is so important that it is the very essence of who Jesus is now as he's reigning from heaven as the king of the universe, the king of heaven and earth. But it's also a time of beginning because next weekend we mark the beginning of the season of Advent. And what is the season of Advent about? But it's about the coming of the king It's about awaiting the birth of the newborn king in that manger of Bethlehem. It's awaiting the coming of Christ the king who will arrive to judge the living and the dead at the end of time. It is truly a beginning and an end. And maybe today as we celebrate the feast of Christ the king, it is good for us to look at our own relationship with the king? I think we can do so with three different questions. The first would be, how will I welcome Christ the king? In our readings today at Mass, we heard that I saw someone like the Son of Man coming on the clouds, that Jesus is going to return and we'll welcome him at that time. But I think this question, how will I welcome the king, is multifaceted. There are many layers to that question. We can ask, how will I welcome the king right now? How will I welcome him into my life, into my home, into my family, into my workplace? How will I welcome the king right now in this church as we gather here for Sunday Eucharist? As we receive his body and drink his blood, How will we welcome him into our life today? We can ask, how will I welcome the king on Christmas morning? How will I prepare during the forthcoming season of Advent? There's a family in the parish, and they told me one of the ways they prepare for Christmas, they put a little crash in their house, they have some straw, And every time they say their prayers or they do a good deed or help someone in need, they put a piece of straw in that manger. And by doing so, they're preparing the bed so that they might be able to welcome the king as they place the infant child in the manger on Christmas Day. Also, how will I welcome the king at the end of my life or at the end of time? We don't know the day or the hour when we might go out to meet the Lord when he calls us home to him at last. We don't know if the Lord Jesus, who's coming, his return that we've been awaiting since he ascended to heaven, we don't know if that's going to happen today or tomorrow or the next day or 30 years from now. But when we do see Jesus, will we run out to meet him? and embrace him? Or will we not be ready to welcome him? Will there be something in our life 
that prevents us from running out to Jesus and we just want to run away from him. How will you welcome the king? Maybe secondly, how will you listen to the king? Jesus today in the gospel says, everyone who listens to the truth, everyone who listens to my voice, they know truth, but they listen to my voice. Jesus says, will you listen to my voice? So how will we listen to the king? We'll listen to the king in our prayer as we go to God and we ask him for direction in our life when we don't know what we should do. And so we go to God and say, Lord, lead me, guide me, show me the way. And we listen for him to lead us and to guide us. Maybe in the conviction of our hearts, God is speaking there. And are we listening to how God is convicting us to do something? Do we listen to the Lord, the King, in the scriptures? Yes, at Mass, but in our own homes. Do we open up the Bible and listen to the King? Thirdly, how will I serve the King? Jesus said in our gospel today, if my kingdom belonged to this world, my attendants would be fighting. Jesus is saying, my kingdom is not of this world. It's a heavenly kingdom. If it was of this world, my people would already be serving me. They would rise up and they would defend me. But imagine if all believers throughout the world if they served Christ the King and today they rose up and they defended Christ in society, in our culture, if they defended his holy name when it is blasphemed, when it is taken in vain, if they would defend Jesus and his church, especially when it is maligned and attacked, that they would rise up and defend Jesus and the teachings that he gave us in the Gospels. It also said in our scriptures today that all peoples, nations, and languages will serve him. How will we serve him? How will we serve him with our mind and the things that we read or the things that we watch or listen to? How will we serve him with our hearts, loving him and the other person? How will we serve him with the words that we speak? with the words that we use to proclaim his praise, to glorify God in our every word? How will we serve him with our time? Yes, maybe giving time to the church, but how will we serve him giving our time to the poor, to the less fortunate, to the charities? How will we serve Jesus in that way? How will we serve him with our money? Yes, maybe give some to the church, but how will we serve him to those who are in need. Just yesterday, there was a fire in the town of Union, and a family now is displaced, they're homeless. How will our community rise up to be able to support them, and by supporting them, serving Christ the King? How will we serve those whose needs are on our giving tree, who maybe they wouldn't have anything under their Christmas tree if it wasn't for us? How will we serve Christ the King? By serving those in need. Today truly is a good day for us. It's the beginning 
and the end. It is the feast of Christ the King, one in which we can look at our own relationship with the King. How will I welcome him? How will I listen to him? How will I serve him? And these questions, they're not meant only for today, but they're meant for every day, for the rest of our life.